announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Every day I die. Back to the start of the try. I got the time, so why shouldn't I? Every day I die. Back to the start of the try. I got the time, so why shouldn't I? I've got too much time on my hands. Got too much time on my hands. What up, y'all? It's the Joker's Gallery right here on the Fago Lovers Network. Another edition of Five Feasts coming at you today. Today, we're actually celebrating on its birthday, the 13th birthday of, as you can see in the background, the masterpiece known as Wicked, Wish I Could Kill Every Day by the demented duo Twisted. And then also, right, talk about some experiences we had. I know I went to a concert during that era that was fucking super fresh. I'll talk about but uh, before we get into that, I'll go ahead and introduce the panel right here beside me. You got the host of Speak Your Clout Podcast, Mr. Mike Sears. What's good, y'all? Mike Sears, Speak Your Clout Podcast, Slot Gallery. Right below us, you got the Larry King of the Underground, representing Trife Life for Life, Mr. Luke the Goon. <laughs> What's good, man? Hell yeah. We had a little, we had a little bit of, we had an off week there for a little bit. You know? yeah. Hell yeah. We're, uh, we're back out swinging, bro. Yeah, speaking of swinging, my jaw looked like that I've been hit by an Anderson Silva fucking roundhouse kick a few times. My fucking tooth got swollen up last uh, week, so we weren't able to do it. But had to talk about this album, and luckily enough, setting it back one week actually made it drop on the drop this episode drop on the date that it dropped all the way back in uh, 2009. But before we get into that, a couple days ago. If you know us, you know we're wrestling fans. As you can check out our top 100 wrestlers over on uh, Mike Sears' channel that we're, we're dropping every Monday to fight the whackness of Raw. If you hate Raw, or can't stand to watch it, you miss talk, miss uh, fucking around with some wrestling on Monday nights. Check that shit out. It'll drop uh, whenever Raw comes on every Monday. But like I said, you know we're wrestling fans. Just listening to this show, and one of our favorites of all time, Scott Hall, lost him. Just this past Monday, which if you know any of us, we're, I mean, we fucking closed the show with the goddamn Wolfpack sign because of that fucking dude. He came out on fucking uh, May 27, 96 on Nitro and changed the wrestling world forever. That was on my fucking birthday, so I was always able to say that the fucking NWO was born on the same day I was. Man, talking about the bad guy, man, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, always fucking cool as fuck, always a great wrestler in the ring. And the thing that stands out the most for somebody that was an independent wrestler, knowing how just shitty anybody that's on the top of the card is to anybody below them so they can hold on to their spot. There's so many stories of times that Scott Hall changed the fucking ending in the back whenever he was going out as Razor Ramon or going out as fucking Scott Hall on Nitro. That He was scheduled to beat. Chris Jericho, whenever Chris Jericho was starting to climb the ladder, whenever he had uh, just like broke mentally and switched heel, he was supposed to beat Jericho. And he was like, that makes no sense. This dude's young as hell. He can beat me and get a quick pin. He's like, I ain't going to lose none of my heat. So he changes the fucking finish and goes and puts Jericho over and helps Jericho continue to rise. And now Jericho is arguably top 10 wrestler all time. Of course, made fucking Sean Waltman allowing fucking one, two, three kid to get over on somebody at the top of the card like Razor Ramon was at the time. That's what really stands out to me is like his un unselfishness behind the scenes because it's so fucking cutthroat in wrestling, especially way back then whenever you're talking about Hall putting people over in the 90s. It was cutthroat as fuck. And that dude was still going out there and putting out putting younger talent over to try to make the business better today. So that's what really stands out to me. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, man. Top five for me. It's 1992. Razor Ramon. The whole fucking... You know, Tony Montana, Scarface gimmick, 
you know, touch, something happened to this gold, something's going to happen to you. We tell the ring guy, and just, oh, man, you know, the, the, the gold, the fucking scruffy beard, the, the curl, everything. The aura of Hall was just amazing, man. The character was just yeah. played perfectly. Like you wouldn't have known that dude wasn't. You wouldn't know that dude was an American. You would think he was from Puerto Rico or from <laughs> south of the border somewhere because he sounded like fucking a Cuban or he sounded yeah. like Scarface in them fucking promos. You look at him in AWA, he's like the most American of the American looking dude. He's like fucking Magnum TA or yeah. Tom Selleck back in the AWA. I and then all of a sudden, he's playing this Cuban role, and nobody even questioned it because he does it so fucking well. I found that out later on, like, in 97, because my uncle used to work at this, like, print shop. But they would just dispose of magazines, and he had a pro wrestling illustrated, and it showed Hall with the stash and all that. I was like, oh, my God, that's called Hall? Because I seen him <laughs> as Diamond Stud first in, like, Saturday Night TBS. Yeah. When I was young, you know? But, yeah, a fucking god in the business, man. Yeah, like you said, the way you described him earlier is like it's like the anti-Hogan, like yeah. the exact opposite exactly. of how Hogan was, where Hogan's always like plotting to get his revenge on motherfuckers. Like <laughs> he's like, how can I put this motherfucker down? Like uh, the Rumble when Hogan fucking lost, he like fucking pulls Sid out and he's fucking yeah. seething and shit. Like Hogan always had to get like his moment, and even when he lose, he'd like pop up and shit, and it was just like. Like you said, Razor was like the exact opposite of that. And he's the first member of the clique to pass away. Yeah. And it's funny because like just the other day I was like thinking about like what's going to happen like when Hogan passes away. You know, as big as Hogan was, you know what I mean? Or is still actually. And it's like we're at that age now where it's like people that we watched growing up are like slowly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Passing away one way or the other. It's kind of mean – like, the way that they were back in the day, especially as hard as Hall went on, like, alcohol and shit, and, like, how he, like, like, DDP saved that dude, like, yeah. if it wasn't for DDP, we would have lost Hall a lot sooner, you know what I mean? It's really cool, because after that, you know, Hall got to get his Hall of Fame, uh, you know, announcement, and, you know, he got to wrestle a little bit longer, you know, doing some indie shows and shit like that, so, you know, I mean, he was kind of on borrowed time at that point, you know what I'm saying, but, uh, yeah, you know. It's a sad day. This one hurts, bro. Yeah. And then, of course, we're on Fago Lovers, and you talk about the Juggalo connection that Hall had. That motherfucker had mad love for Juggalos. He was on uh, the uh, Big Money Wrestlers movie. He was also a member of the JWO. He allowed the fucking group that he created that became a huge fucking thing in the wrestling industry, one of the biggest things ever. He allowed ICP to kind of like parody that and call it the juggalo world order. Not only did he allow that, he was in the fucking thing, which makes it so much more official. Me and Luke was talking before we went on the air. That makes them more official than the bullet club. The bullet club would come out there and throw up the two sweets. They didn't have Hall or Nash in their fucking group back then. Fucking JWO had fucking Hall, Nash, and Six all doing that shit. So it made it made it so much more legit. They were doing that. He was on a, uh, he's also on a uh, episode of ICP TV, which was or ICP Theater. So that shit was super fresh. They they were always hanging out. I've seen several pictures posted of uh, Jay and Shaggy hanging out, no paint with Hall back in the day. It's been posted yeah, they, uh, on their on their uh, Twitch stream actually just got done watching it they did a scott hall tribute and they cut together a bunch of the you know jcw footage and uh they talked about it a little bit and they put pass me by over it and it was like oh yeah i seen that bro. shit oh man <laughs> yeah i know it's like oh 
Oof, but yeah, I mean, you know, they talked about Jay and Shaggs talked about like that dude was our friend. He wasn't just like a dude that we knew. Like we hung out with that dude when we could. You know what I mean? Stayed in touch and shit. So the thing about with the, with that that's so cool. With it was pretty much the prototypical what everything this Juggalo shit is built on. Like everybody was shitting on Hall then. Like everybody was just you know they were calling him like a drunk and an addict well, and a fuck up. But who wasn't Juggalos and ICP? Like they that was during his rough times. We still fucking like accepted him in. So whenever he did get better, man, he remembered it and always fucking represented it for Juggalos and ICP anytime he could. So definitely much love to Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon, one of the best of all time. Ever. Speaking of best of all time, we'll get into one of the best albums of all time from the Dominate duo, like we talked about, turning 13 today. So we got to throw a celebration for this motherfucker, talk about it, get some of these uh, tracks back in people's ears. So do it like we always do. Our top five at my five piece going to be the track called Whoop Whoop. All 13 of y'all. Sixteen ways to die, but I'd rather just cut your thumb Now my life will ball Red through hate, brown, it can date, rape the gateway to creep, man I take lies, mistake dies, and such I need so many cuts, there's nothing left to touch And I walk with the family, my shit on I'm putting fears in your ass or your head to see That it had to be a mass suicide, you got the ring I want a catastrophe For a page, blame it on us Shake up from all the twisted we trust In a torn part, hit him on the White House wall I can only be the scapegoat for so long You can be clear, bro, while I clear channel I show it sick like a supreme matter Ooh, ooh, you can never do what I do Ooh, ooh, even if I became you Ooh, ooh, you gotta let go of the air came out in was the era that I was going to the fucking gathering and that's when like the whoop whoop thing went from just something that people would say casually to jumping the shark but this is one of the times that I think it's done really really fucking well like it's not done overly dramatically or trying to play on I mean it's fucking it's twisted saying this shit so it made sense to make an actual song called whoop whoop it wasn't like it was a 
group that was opening a stage at 1 p.m. making a song called Woo Woo. Now it's, it's fucking Twisted that's singing this song. So it, it, it made sense that they were doing it. And then the thing about it is the fucking lyrics around the fucking actual chorus of just the whoop whoop. Like the, the fucking uh, lyrics are so dark like the rest of the album that it just really stands out. It had to be a mass suicide at the gathering. What a catastrophe. Scapegoats blaming on us. For all the twist and twisted, we trust and tour bus and headed for the White House lawn. I can only be the scapegoat for so long. Like there was just darkness coming out of this album, and that's what they promised us. I mean, I remember uh, whenever this album was coming out, they were like, "Everybody's been asking us, where's that wicked shit? What happened to the wicked shit? Why aren't y'all doing the wicked shit? Like we're about to show y'all the wicked shit, and while we are the kings of it, and then this shit came out, and they they lived up to their promise with that one. And I started off at the five spot with one, like I said, that I seen at the gathering. Whenever that shit's going on at the gathering, and you get to that chorus of whoop whoop, like fifteen thousand juggalos say go whoop whoop back to the chorus was fucking super fresh, and I think this album kind of brought a little bit of like life back to the scene like i said it being wicked and evil like uh twisted was coming off of kind of like the uh, man's myth and independence days where a lot of people didn't connect with those albums icp was coming off the two eps and tempest that a lot of people didn't connect to and then this fucking shit comes out and everybody connected to it and it seemed like right there in 2009 the juggalo scene really popped back to life from when it got stagnant i made this song especially at the gathering live really helped fuck kick that shit off so i'll put a whoop whoop at the five spot I agree on that statement because 2009, the music got better. <laughs> the Bang Bang Boom came out that year, you know, and I'm not, I'm not fond of the Tempest era, but yeah. But uh, my five spot, you got buckets of blood. As the gruesome memories flooded back into his head. I mean, what was left wasn't even a body, it was... The blow caught her across the neck and face, opening her jug of and turning the woman's cry into a music drivel.
just came out with the uh, video of the DVD that came with the album. There's like three different versions of it. I think it came with a comic book, a fucking the bonus tracks. I don't like none of the bonus tracks. I just like the album standard the way it is. Fire. But yeah, Buckets of Blood is hard. You know, Monoxide. I'm a psycho. Killer with no mask on. Personality change. It's all to your whole faction. And, and like their voices are so dope. This one's twisted was fucking dope to me, man. Their voice like, is so dark. Monoxide's almost got his Dark Lotus voice on for this yeah. album. And I know Mike always talks about that Dark Lotus voice that yeah. Monoxide uses, so I can, I can see that for sure. Yeah, they both schooled the shit out of that song, man. The video is crazy. It's kind of like a cartoon or some shit. I haven't seen it in fucking years, but yeah, buckets of blood, yo. And Wicked, uh, I got the one that came with the Monoxide, like Free Show Era trading card. That's one I, I got. Yeah, classic. But that song, this is my number five, Bucks of Blood. Dope ass song. Beats crazy. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, my number five um, is Catch the Show. Spotify, this doesn't have many plays, so I don't know if this is going to be a surprising one or not. But I fucking like the song. It's funny as fuck. Uh, they've got, like, the auto-tune in the fucking chorus. I hate that song. I'll it's be so honest. fucking funny, bro. And then there's that. And then, uh, it's you know, it's basically about, like, going to the show. Like, it's like Mono and Jamie play, like, two dudes that, like, want to go see Twisted because they're coming to town. And then uh, Madrox is, like, talking about Juggalettes and shit. And he's got this line that's like, ain't no candy as sweet as a Juggalette's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like 
J- Jamie's whole verse is fucking hilarious. I I I think it's a funny song. Uh, I don't think, like I said, the Spotify numbers aren't very high. Mike hates it, but yeah, I don't like I think it... chick. None of those fucking bonus songs. That is... Yeah, those are bonus tracks, so it probably doesn't get as many spins as the actual yeah, album does. Yeah. People don't aren't used to it, but I I dig the track. Yeah. It reminded me of like something it. that could have been on like uh, the re-release of uh, Most Tasteless. Like it could have been replaced fucking Hound Dogs or uh, no, Spin yeah. the Bottle with that sound. Not saying they were that good of a song, Mike. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, just saying the vibe. Just saying the vibe of the song. It sounded like up tempo as shit. It sounded like something that would be like a dance song and fucking just a fun listen like a Hound Dogs or a uh, Spin the Bottle was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think the, the auto-tune on the hook is fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> it's clearly used in the comedic Definitely fashion and it's funny. Dead Man Walking moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> that song's not that bad, bro. Now, whenever uh, I posted that we were doing this show and asked for people's favorite uh, tracks from the album on social media, Catch the Show and, and uh, Gothic Chick both came up a couple times. So a lot of people dig those fucking songs. I got, I got a question, Luke, because it's fresh in your mind. Is that the song when he's like, she's going through my CDs and she stops at Wicked? And he's like, you got to take your ticket or something. Is that that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Move it up to my four spot. Mike talked about uh, Buckets of Blood having the video. The other video at release of this album was ha, 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 ha. Fucking song they play it live to this day. 
I was talking about uh, Monoxide's voice. That's the one. This is the track that that fucking Dark Lotus voice really comes out whenever I hear it. And then also, like I was talking about, the video is super fresh. It's like the story of how Twisted meet each other. Like like Paul's like a Jehovah Witness or whatever, going like door to door with a Bible, when and then you know trying to convince people about his religion. Whenever they let him in, inside the Bible, he's got knives and razors. He's fucking cutting people up with shit. And then Jamie's just like a gnarly ass, like the. The makeup in this fucking video is is what's dope about it. Like Paul don't look like Paul and Jamie don't look like Jamie. Like Jamie's got like this big ass fucking beard and all kinds of hair and shit. Like he don't look like Jamie Madrox and he's just he's killing random people. Like he's he's ordering like pizza and shit. He kills like the person that brings over his pizza. And then it just happens that Mono knocks on Jamie's door one day and they like look at each other and it's like that's when Twisted fucking met each other. So it's cool fucking concept and the video, like I said, the makeup is so good and like the scenes of like after they murdered somebody and like monoxide sitting in the bed with the bitch and she's all fucking cut up with razor blades. He's like smoking a square, just chilling. Like it was done really fucking well. And it made me like this song even more. So got a good video and it's a dope ass song. It's a fucking badass live song. It's got to make the top five. So I'll put it at the four spot. They're dressed like that on a murder dog magazine too. Straight up. Right. I always thought that was so weird that they used that picture of them for the uh, murder dog cover instead of like, you know, a classic fucking pic- a classic like twisted look. Yeah. Ha ha ha. That shit's crazy. I love that song. That album, just the album we're pretty much talking about, or at least my, my pick and Mike's pick was ones that like starts this album out too. So like, you know, you're hearing all this rumor of this album going to go back to the fucking old days of fucking being all fucking wicked shit. And then it starts the album off like this and you're like, damn, they might live up to that fucking hype. And so far, so good into this album, man. And they just continue through on. So yeah, I got to get this one at my fucking four spot. I thought about putting it higher because... It's my literally my second favorite twisted video of all time, just right behind We Don't Die. Fuck yeah, I can see that. Sure. Number four. My fourth spot is Woop Woop, man. I already spoke about the gallery, so I'll be brief. Love that shit. The fucking punchlines on here are crazy. Uh Maya Drocks from Jeffrey Dama with a wing gacy mask on. Drill a hole into your head, that acid to your pass on. Oh, that shit is fucking fire. I killed Jason in Crystal Lake, stuck an axe in his back and tell him it was a mistake. Bro, <laughs> this is my twisted. Yeah. Hell yeah. Crazy. I love that song. Now the legend is dead, but the legacy lives on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shit is fire, bro. Whoop, whoop, man. My number four. I'll just leave it as that right there. What you got, Luke? Hell yeah. Uh, my number four has been talked about as well. It's uh, Buckets of Blood. Uh, just, uh, I mean, like we said, they're bringing it back to the wicked shit. Uh, I love the hook. You know, more blood, more death, less peace, peace in the streets. Peace. So dope. Straight uh, up. That's the fucking most tasteless hook. Yeah, yeah. Like, that could have been almost tasteless. Yeah. Or an HOK fucking album, that hook. Yeah, it's just like the title entails, man. Bloody as fuck. That wicked shit. Bringing it back to the old school style, man. Okay. I always thought it would be dope, maybe not to do it every concert, but if they were to do like a wicked like album show, close this fucking show with that, and throw actual buckets of blood out into the crowd, that would be fucking fresh. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. At least a one-time thing. 
Especially like if they're wearing like their white fucking gear, like they did in the at the live shows for it, and getting blood all over their fucking shit. Tell the crowd to wear white for that night, and have everybody all bloody for a picture. That'd be fresh as fuck. Yeah, that would that would be dope. Move it up to my three spot. I haven't talked about this one yet. When I get to hell. <sighs> fucking kind of sets the tone for it and then they fucking rap over it perfectly they ride those they ride this fucking beat so fucking good the the line i think stands out to everybody when i get to hell i'm looking for heath ledger and see if i can get all the shit he left on his dresser <laughs> and if anybody don't know that reference fucking heath ledger's the joker fucking died of an overdose and had a bunch of drugs on his dresser whenever the people whenever the cops found him or whatever so you know, Monoxide says what he's going to do is find the Joker and ask if he can get all the fucking drugs he left behind. And every line on, in this fucking song is, has a punchline like that. Fire. It's not just that. That's not, not just that one. That's just the one that stands out to everybody because of the Joker line. But like I said, another one that just where it lives up to that shit where they say we're going to bring the wicked back. People were saying fucking Independence Day. We were trying to sell out and be hip hop artists with all the uh, mainstream appearances on there. Like we fucking trying to go mainstream. So we're going to bring this shit right back to the underground. It's fucking evil and it's wicked. If you ever heard this and this song helped with that greatly. So I'll put it at my three spot. Yeah, it sounds amazing. 
Number three, that's wicked. Keep it wicked like six witches, five skulls, and one kettle. Let it boil until it's scorching, burning instrumental. People kill, we the hottest. Your temperature better rise as we take these microphones and then black it up. I got an axe in my hands. Bitch, when I don't tell her from the talking in my hand, telling me to make the blood splatter. Climbing up a ladder and I hang them on a the hook. Diabolical on every life I took. <laughs> Travel underground in the fire like hell spawn And possess a motherfucker to murder you on your lawn Pick up a cell phone, tell the devil you're coming home But I keep getting disconnected cause my mind's all wrong Everybody dies when you're fucking with psychos All alone at midnight might slice your throat Sick in your brains, words are irrelevant Knife cuts clean through the skin to the skeleton Consistent like residual haunts Like them wicked wannabes with flyers and bloody thoughts We stay eternal vampiric when you hear it As it's seeping through the speakers Trying to grab hold of your spirit scratches in that we that oh man that's just fire that beat is crazy they both come lyrically insane on that <laughs> madrox killed that shit keep it wicked like six riches from skulls in one kettle let it boil to a skull from burning instrumental like oh that shit is so fire bro <laughs> this whole album is flawless like the main album come on dog yeah that's wicked. my number three Twisted wrapped in to prove a point, man. You're, you're, it's never gonna go wrong. This this album was made to prove a point. And then if you remember, like uh, heartbroken and homicidal, people were hating on that. And so, how did they prove a point with that? They followed that fucking shit up with abominations. Like oh, just God. just fucking get twisted trying to prove a point, man. And that shit will come out fucking gold. Fuck yeah, yeah, shit's amazing. That's wicked number three. All right, my number three. I want to make sure I get the title right. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> There's six highs. You got to get them all on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is another fucking wicked song. 
It's got a kind of a cool hook. It's got I like when Mono does like that weird like singy songy shit that he does on some songs. And then uh Madrox's verse is fucking gory as fuck. Talking about a body in his fucking uh bathtub and like the skin's falling off and it's fucking in the water and shit. Like <laughs> it's such a fucking it's a crazy fucking song. Talking about soaking a dead body in a bathtub and gasoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over two yeah. whole weeks. Yeah, uh, and it smells deadly, yeah. deadly. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! Yeah, it's a fucking brutal song. I mean, fits the title of the album perfect. Oh yeah, like I said, I had that dope ass video to go along with it. I'm a visuals dude, so of course I connected that song. It's already made an appearance on my list. Move it up to the two spot on my list when it actually closed out the album. Whoa, whoa. fucking schools fucking album closers in my opinion they're right up there with the clowns for 
almost can't miss tracks. You look back at uh, renditions of reality. Uh, Love don't live here anymore. Uh, darkness off uh, the green book. Just so many fucking classic fucking closing out tracks. And this is probably my favorite one of them. This the it's not it's not like a sentimental track. It's like a angry track, which works really fucking well for this album. You don't want a fucking happy track to close out this album. You want like you want a slowed down track where you kind of pay attention more to the to the uh, actual sounds and instrumentations in the songs, which they do this really well. And you want to pay attention to the lyrics, and they did this perfectly to not be like a you know a pass me by or something sentimental or renditions of reality. Uh, the uh, chorus of it: No one can tell me any difference. If you if you alone, keep your distance. I'm a bomb. Just listen to me ticking. Click click boom. Sick addiction. Like it's just fucking so well pinned i think that's what really stood out on this is they just stepped up their fucking game so well in the rap game from what we had heard like with mutant and we kind of didn't really get enough twisted on independence day there was like flashes of dope ass twisted on there but there's so many uh, guests on there that you didn't really get the full twisted experience and on this one man so you basically had like a five-year span where twisted went from doing an actual fucking full on what you would call it a, a, a legit twisted album which would i would would say green book up until this one so these motherfuckers evolved greatly in this time and it, i think this song stood out the most at how much they grew as musicians in this one so i'll go with whoa 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 with the two spot okay whoa whoa whoa, whoa. classic <laughs> 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 Right over two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the editing shit, though. My bad. Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> shit, I thought it was funny. <laughs> All right. Number two for me. All the above. <laughs> <laughs> We loved him as a brother, and as a father, and as a son. From his parents and from his older brothers and sisters, he received an inspiration which he passed on to all of us. He gave us strength in time of trouble, wisdom in time of uncertainty, and sharing in time of happiness. He will always be by our side. Sometimes when they visit, I wonder can they hear me? I'm scratching at the box and screaming out right clearly. I'm so lonely, my one and only probably took another. That means new daddy is same mother for my babies. Before they grown ladies, I hope they remember me when they old ladies with their own babies. Carry my memory until it fades away. My mother came to visit me yesterday on my birthday. She laid a single rose on my headstone and said it ain't been easy trying to get along since you passed on. I hear it, mama, it's been real turmoil. I've been scratching all month trying to hit top school. I've been working real hard, but my body feels weak, but I can't die. I'm just too awake to fall asleep. Tell them all that I miss them and send it with all my love. Sincerely from the underground to all of the above. Surrounded by grace and all the faith in my existence, see, lives long in the face. 
Well, I'm a father of the crown now. Family to the earth, and I'm sorry that I'm gone now. Kiss your mother on the cheek and tell her I understand why she still don't speak. Even now I'm in this coffin, I get haunted by the streets and the sounds of bloody murder on the night that I'm free. Now it's peace out, cause I pulled the peace out. Put it in my mouth and blew my motherfucking teeth out. I reached out, but nobody reached back. And no, it's not an excuse, but it's the reason that I'm trapped. Everything's black and on the breeze. Exactly like the life that I was trying to lead. Out on that shit. Now it's peace out because I pulled the peace out, put it in my mouth, and blew my motherfucking teeth out. So fucking hard. Dark. One of my favorite songs on the album. Amazing. All the above. That chorus, too? Oh, man. Tears for me. How long? Oh, amazing. Yeah, number two, All the Above. Classic. Love it. Model, own that shit. They both killed it, but Monoxide had the best verse. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was. That's what I was talking about with him growing so much as musicians. Is the chorus on this song, and then like Bella Morte as well. Just they yeah. didn't. They didn't do that shit bef- before. Then they they evolved so much in between like Green Book and this. And I think that's why everybody was just so blown away by it. They had basically four or five years to fucking evolve into a full on twisted album. Man, they fucking yeah. delivered on that shit. It's my number one, so I can. I'll go oh, ahead and jump yeah. in with it. Um, actually posted or redid the video they used to play like the music video of all the above behind them live in concert and if you look at it on the twisted fucking page it's got the live concert audio on it so it's like really weird it's not the actual song but the one i just played i went ahead and put the actual fucking song behind it and man that video is one of the doper twisted videos of all time which kind of just fell under the carpet they didn't put it out whenever uh, wicked was released they put it out a few years ago just at random they didn't really hype it so i hope everybody's gotten to see that that um had slept on it until then or just didn't know it was fucking out because i thought that was super dope that they took this song and uh, made it into a video because whenever it was out originally i was like this is my favorite song on the album why the yeah. fuck didn't it get a video because they're they're making a couple videos from it and you talked about uh monoxide's fucking verse jamie as well the storytelling on it really stands out you don't really get a lot of storytelling songs a lot most from twisted a lot of fucking twisted songs are like boasting songs mm-hmm. and and like braggalicious type songs but this is a full-on storytelling song about fucking waking up whenever you've already been buried like being buried alive or whatever and trying to get right. out and, and jamie's fucking verse of it just it's written so well that it paints that picture it paints a picture why you're fucking listening to the song you didn't even need the video so you were just seeing what would happen uh, my mother came to visit me yesterday on my birthday she laid a single rose on my headstone said it ain't been easy trying to get along since you passed on i hear mom it's been real turmoil i've been scratching all month trying to hit top soil and then there's one where he's talking about hearing his homies uh, smoke. They come by to smoke a blunt with him or whatever. And then it changes. And, you know, next time, bring a shovel, y'all, next time. 
because it's cold out here and it's, there's a thick line between life and death, like rubbing to his homies that are there smoking with him. Just really good fucking storytelling and then really good lyrics to go along with that story. That's whenever Twisted really stands out, man. Whenever they got a story to tell, a lot of the times whenever you got storytelling, it seems like a lot of the lyrics are forced into the song just so you can yeah. rhyme something with something else. Not this song, man. It's fucking towed perfectly. Like there's no lines fit in just to you know, fill space. It's like the line, the fucking verse I read right there, the or the half verse I read right there. The entire song felt like that. So it's my number one. It's my favorite song. As soon as I heard it, the album for the first time, fucking thirteen years ago, still my fucking favorite song on the album. Thirteen years later. Oh yeah, classic shit. Luke's go, my go. Uh, I think you just did your two, right? Yeah, Luke's got his two next. My number two. All right, two words that I rarely ever say back to back. I can't believe I'm saying it here. (laughs) Damn, this song must be good. Mike already knows what it is. I think. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, I'm not really a fan of the saying "whoop whoop," (laughs) but the song's dope. Uh, I really like the chorus, Uh, and then. it's uh, real upbeat and shit, which is well, I, I like Twisted. I like some of Twisted's upbeat songs. I mean, I put you know Catch the Shows by number five. So, um, yeah, I mean, you guys already talked about it a little bit. So, number two, word. All right, did my number one. So it goes to Mike for his one spot. Number one, when I get to hell, one of the illest. Wicked shit songs of all time, man. Like, uh, Joker's Gallery already mentioned that fucking Monoxide line. Looking for Heath Ledger, you know? But then, my favorite line is Madrox. He's like, I'm fucking Marilyn Monroe, doggy style in a fire pit with a gun to a dome. Flip the dress like the seven year itch, pulling the trigger as I bust, like, fuck that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> it's so hard. That shit is so hard. He's like, is it a crucified Hitler and shit like that? That shit is hard, bro. Yeah. When I get to hell, grimy, dark, wicked shit, bro. Yeah, and my number one of wicked. Minoxa and Madrox, like I said earlier, both out to prove a point. That fucking Madrox verse, like you talked about, man, it just seemed like he was angry as fuck at something whenever he went in and pinned that shit. Yeah, that shit is hard as fuck. Love it. Oh, yeah, my number one. I'm actually surprised that this wasn't on any of your guys' lists, like, nowhere. Because I thought this was like one of their fucking biggest songs. Maybe it's because I like it so much. They told me. They told me to let go and dream of torture and horrible things of that kind. They told me you're only good as the thoughts you keep in your head when you unlock your mind. They told me you never win because you're doomed to fail and everything you do just ain't right. They told me I need to quit acting like a child and grow up and get on with my life.
Oh, they t- fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck you, you. Fuck, fuck die. Guy, fuck you. Yeah, I'm surprised it's on none of your guys' list. I just think it's fucking dope as fuck. Like I said, I this is like the one song off this list or off this album. I mean, it's a dope album, but this is like definitely the one song that I listen to the most off of the record. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of like everybody counting you out and shit. And you know what? Like, you know, fuck you. You know what I mean? They told me I couldn't do this. They told me I couldn't do that. Well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Dope as fuck. I love that song. Hell yeah. When I think about this song, I think about the 2009 gathering. Like, it seemed like everybody was there to see uh, Twisted the night, the night before the uh, ICP show. Like, everybody was there to see Twisted because they were performing Wicked. Like, they weren't performing it in full, but, you know, they were t- still touring it and shit, so they were going to perform a, sh- a shitload of them. And it seemed like uh, Whoop Whoop and then They Told Me were the two that everybody was waiting for to sing them choruses with them two dudes because it was fucking crazy, man. Like, talk about, like, a mosh pit, whatever that the, they told me, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck you. Like, you're in a 1998 mosh pit all of a sudden in 2009 whenever that shit hit at the gathering. It was dope. So, yeah, that song's fucking super fresh. Yeah. Did a dope-ass remix of it, too. Damn. Guess we'll go ahead and get into some honorable mentions. I got. I was gonna say catch the show because I didn't know if anybody would pick the bonus tracks, but since that one got covered, I'll go with Bella Morte. I talked about the chorus from it and thinking how much it showed they evolved in it. That's just some shit that I you you hear fucking House of Crazies, and then you hear fucking Bella Morte. It's see how much fucking evolution of a musician in between that fucking time period is fucking crazy so that song really stands out to me it almost reminds me of like a violent j fucking storytelling song i don't know they were still on the label so maybe it was help pinning that one the, the chorus just sounds like violent j could be singing like right along with that one it's always stood out to me so i go bella more today uh yeah bella Morte. they told me yeah, pretty much that's it. Oh, hi, 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 whatever the fuck. Yeah. How yeah, six times? <laughs> uh, yep. You gotta get it right. Yeah, Tom six. Yeah, I think all mine were probably. I think all the ones I would would say are already mentioned. Uh, that was dope. Getting to uh, run through a fucking classic. I, I got to see. Uh, it was called the Slaughterhouse Tour when they yep. were still touring this album. And it was the first time I ever got to see Kung Fu Vampire on the tour. So that was pretty dope getting to see Kung Fu Vampire. I'm still a fan of that dude 13 years later. So seeing that was cool. Potluck opened up for them as well. Uh, it was cool that they they had the, uh, like I was talking about, it was almost like Faces of Death was playing behind them. And then also the uh, music video that you saw for uh, All the Above and some other uh Random songs also had some like filmed clips that went along with what they're singing. They stepped their shit up on every fucking level. The merch was dope. You can look at the album cover right there on the screen. It was dope. Just they knocked it out of the park for this entire fucking era of Wicked. It's definitely a five mic for me. Absolute classic. Probably my third favorite twisted album behind Abominations and Most Tasteless. So glad we got to give it some love on its 13th birthday. But until next Thursday, I want to remind you. You can check out a brand new edition of Five Piece every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Fago Lovers Network. Until then, I'm the Joker's Galley. This is Five Piece, and we out. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Every day I die. Back to the start, another try. I got the time, so why shouldn't I? Every day I die. Back to the start. 
try. I've got the time, so why shouldn't I? I've got too much time on my hands. Got too much time on my hands.